Barakatuh, the TNM Express. Just before the ad break, you heard the voice of Imam Ismail Nkoyana giving us the lesson number 11 in Aisitosa lessons. And Imam is the Imam at the Bilal Masjid. For now, we're moving on to developing our entrepreneurial skills. And we have the founding director of Spinach King Innovations on the line with us. And that is none other than Lufefe Nomjana. Lufefe, good morning. Morning. How are you doing, sir? Very well. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Thank you so much for taking out the time to speak to us. Now, first, give us a background history of your entrepreneurial journey and how it all started. Ah, this all started, you know, with uh, me realizing that, um, you know, there was there was something that I needed to do in my community. Um, that that I needed to do after you know failing in two businesses, and I was like, Esh, maybe I'm no longer an entrepreneur here. Maybe I'm something else." Then that's where I looked for what to do in the township where I can actually assist other people, and the garden was that uh, you know place for me to 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 assist mm-hmm. and to volunteer. So I went to this garden. And um, you know, mine was to assist them and 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 help them with the help them with the irrigation, uh, harvesting, and selling door to door. When I came in, the garden was about uh, you know 30% um, commercial and 70% social, which was not you know sustainable for me so i went there to kind of rectify my life you know and also as well to do the right thing and as there was a sort of like a, a you know a vocation at the at the at the back of my mind that you you need to do you need to to do something um for someone uh you need to do something for someone in order for you to succeed or help in order for you to succeed mm. um um that was then the the beginning of things the second one uh, was that um also as well i needed uh, you know something of social and i knew that there was this social entrepreneurship all of a sudden which was a bit you know different from entrepreneurship itself you know and um that's why i got to understand that in order for me to succeed i gotta help someone else and i gotta do something for other people mm-hmm. now Lufefe, sorry to interrupt Lufefe, with regards to your entrepreneurial journey was there any downfalls that you had were there any positive and negative situations and experiences that you had the reason for this is that each and everyone listening in at the moment they might be thinking to themselves like can i become an entrepreneur is it easy is it difficult tell us more about your journey 
Um, yeah, being an entrepreneur, it's not an easy route, of course, mm-hmm. because one, unless otherwise, you know, it becomes easy for when someone has a passion for something. So, um, for instance, at Spanish King, I started with, uh, you know, with what I had. Um, instead of, you know, looking for what I do not have. Of course, I mean, after the garden experience, um, you know, there was something that, you know, uh, you know, in my mind that I needed to start um, the business, but there was this now capital, capital, capital. Because, of course, for, for you to start the business, you need to have the capital. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, the capital... Um, scenario was different because, you know, uh, I went to banks, I went to everywhere where I needed assistance at that particular time, but it was just not there. Mm-hmm. And um, um, because, of course, I was an idea or uh, I did not have much, but now I started thinking innovatively and um, leveraging the resources that I have as opposed to be looking for what I do not have first. First, looking for what I have. What do I have? Then I, I did a breakdown of what I had. And what, what, firstly, it was the intellectual property and the intellectual capital, which was very important for me to, I mean, the passion and everything as well. Um, the second one was, what do I have in my pocket at that particular time? Or what can I access? How much can I access, you know, um, anywhere where I can? And of course, I mean, what I had was 40 rands in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And um, then what else? If I have 40 rands, the intellectual capital, what else do I need? Then I looked around and I noticed that, okay, I was a volunteer in a community garden and um, I've managed to change the garden from uh, social to commercial within a space of four months. Wonderful. So went back to the garden and I looked, I told them that I needed ingredients such as spinach Mm -hmm. and i got four bunches you know because of course i mean i still had a room there and came back got four bunches 40 rands and then um intellectual capital and a neighbor's kitchen so those were the you know if you look at the resources that i had those were the resources the primary resources and capital that i had that helped me to ignite the business to start it so I established it based on those um, four resources, and with the forty rands, I just bought you know um, you know a few ingredients um, to start off. Of course, back then I, st- I didn't start with the gluten free. I started mm-hmm. with uh, low GI, which is the normal glycemic uh, low end glycemic indices, yes. you know, bread, right. and then. Uh, I started with that. Of course, I mean, like the research as well. I did a research. Research is very important. Um, um, once you now discover how are you going to start, then it's, it's, it's easy um, to, to, to do the research. So I did the research and I collected the resources I had, which were, you know, which was the intellectual capital, the four terrains, the four bunches of spinach and the neighbor's kitchen. And I started baking from a neighbor's kitchen um, during the night and um, during the day I would be selling. Hmm. So, yeah, baking during the night, during the day I'm selling and um, that carried on for about three months and I was out of capacity as I was only making four to 24 breads a day. Hmm. So I'm in the night and during the day I'll be door to door selling and uh, teaching people about healthy eating and also the importance of, um, you know, um, nutrition. 
Um, so yeah, and I started with um, with the people that are, were from the people who were uh, from the hospital, like for instance, like people who were already uh, diagnosed with non-communicable illnesses uh, to break the market, um, and then and from there, then it grew, and that's how I started. Wonderful, Lufifi. Speak to us about Spanish in specific. Uh, in specific, because you mentioned that you are also teaching people about healthy eating. So now, Spanish mm. is also one of those uh, healthy veggies that you need to consume. Tell us more mm. about the nutritional benefits that spinach has. Oh, it's, it's a lot. I mean, that's why they call me Spanish King. That question is, don't ask me, because um, yeah, I can talk a lot about spinach. Um, I mean, one one other profound, I mean, people, I can just give you a, a background little story of uh, Popeye and spinach, you know, Popeye and spinach, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So let, let's just look at Popeye and spinach. You know, Popeye and spinach was not just a cartoon. Yeah. It was a, a healthy eating health lifestyle awareness mm. and uh, mostly nutrition yes so you will find that um, there's popeye the spinach and the wife is olive oil and the child is chickpea mm. and um, looking at that uh, it was a campaign um, of, 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 of high consumption of spinach or of promoting the consumption of spinach because uh, people were actually um, suffering from, you know, the dreadful cancer, um, um, especially the pancreatic cancer was the monster of that particular time. It was just after the Second World War. So looking at um, the food scientists and as well as the, the, the United Nations, they kind of sat down and put on their thinking caps after the war. As the soil was defiled, people were, were ill, were frustrated. They were smoking also cigarettes. It was just, you know, contaminations and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, air pollution. Um, you know, there were carcinogens all over the, the space and they needed to plant food that can grow anytime, anywhere, and, um, but not only just food. You know, it should be superfoods or foods that can actually keep the issue of this cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, with that then, or they sat down and they looked for vegetables that are very high in uh, chlorophyll. Um, very high in chlorophyll. And chlorophyll is a cancer-besting property that you only find, mostly you find, of course, in spinach and spirulina. So spirulina, it's, 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 when they looked at it, it's higher in chlorophyll, but it's not uh, easily, you know, accessible. You know, you'll definitely have to go to rivers to harvest that, of which in that case, it would actually be limited to, to most of the masses. So spinach also consists of, in fact, it's very high in chlorophyll, um, um, and, and, and that's what made it to be promoted. And I said, okay, if spinach also consists of this, and this turnaround time is three to four weeks from the day of plantation, then definitely this is the solution of this time. So let's promote the consumption of this to cap the issue of this cancer um, with this high chlorophyll uh, cancer-besting property. So, yeah, that's uh, one other uh, uh, element of spinach. And, but also, as well, spinach is very high in, in iron, you know, uh, for those who are 
iron, uh, we've got the iron uh, deficiencies, you know. Um, it's also very high in vitamin K, and vitamin K is a fat-soluble mechanism from the spinach, you know, uh, for those who would like to then curb the fats and all of that. Um, but um, it's, 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 it's also unvegetable, um, you know, according to United States Department of Agriculture, one spinach leaf contains almost 13 phytochemicals such as syringeric acids, camphorols, and these are body benefits that are there to boost one's health and prevent one from cardiovascular illnesses and chronic diseases. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one other superfood that is, um, you know, uh, not yet, not celebrated the way it should. And that was, was the reason why it was celebrated back then and it was promoted back then. It was because of its um, health aspect and its superfood aspect, which in this day and age we're facing the very same uh, and even more problems than what was then, um, non-communicable illnesses, communicable illnesses, you need to eat healthy. And there's COVID-19 now, you need to boost your immune system, and spinach is very good at that. Exactly. Lufefe, I want to say thank you so much for being part of the program. And the time always flies when you're having fun and you're learning something new. I wish you everything of your best. I wish you everything of the best in your venture for your business as well. And uh, may God bless you and also safeguard you from the COVID-19 virus. Goodbye for now. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.